episode 52, yeah, we're going to say 52 of the All Way Wrestling Podcast. My name is the man that I forgot, Rian, and we have two very special guests joining us today, but before we do, I just want to get a bit of admin out of the way. Tomorrow, we're recording our 50th episode. There's a big quiz going on. I'm trying to take the belt back off Kieran. He's had it for way too long. He's dodged me. We didn't even do WrestleMania predictions, so that was pretty shit. Um, so now, we are... I'm going to record that and then this episode will be 52. We've got some great interviews with um, some more lads from the Irish school and speedball and then we have a big tournament to crown the best wrestling team. So we've got loads lined up just to make sure that you know that their interviews are coming out because I've told you about them on Twitter. And now let's get down to the interview because today I'm joined by one of the fastest rising Irish tag teams. They had their debut match in February and it went down a storm. It's Kelly Agus Lynch. It's Conan Dara. How are we lads? Gwaith. <laughs> I've got plenty of fields up around here to keep me occupied. So Are you up at the top of your hill now, Con? Uh, yeah, I am. Certainly, because it's raining. We've heard unfortunately, of, but we've heard about the phenomenon of the hill. Do you want to explain the phenomenon of your hill in the in this in the in the best way possible? Basically, uh, I don't live in um I don't live in Monaghan Town or anything. I'm out in the middle of nowhere, and the it's just the signal's terrible. So even for uh, data, so in order to just uh, even like to watch videos or anything, texting's usually okay in the house, but I have to go up to the hill and just do it there. <laughs> it's ridiculous as it sounds, but it's just the way it is. Uh, uh, you're a man that Michael Collins would be proud of. Exactly, yeah. That's where we were reared. Yeah, I'm sure Michael Collins yeah. did a load of Zoom calls on his uh, on, on the top of the hills back in the day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Talking to Griffiths and all the lads. <laughs> but, yeah, so take, you, take me back to February in that match because it was in a hall in Drimna and it was the main of it was the semi main event if I'm not too wrong. I'm not yeah, wrong second last match. Yeah, too. it was you two yeah, against yeah. Morden Hype and. To say the atmosphere was one of my the funnest atmospheres I've ever been in because everybody was watching it and it was not only a great atmosphere, it was a fantastic match. Just your experiences and probably the emotions that were running through you as that match was going on. For me oh, anyway, yeah. it was it was just so I was overwhelmed with like emotion and support from everyone and like to most people it was just like a little hall in Drim now where there was like what a hundred people there but for me it was legit like coming out of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It was unreal. Yeah, yeah, for me as well it was the same feeling, you know, we've both of us have been working uh, so hard to even get a spot in those school shows, which I mean you look at the cards they're they're almost as good as the contender shows with the people you have on them and uh you know, to finally get that spot that may have seemed small to other people, it was brilliant. And no, I was with my uh, best friend of fifteen years, Mister Lynch himself. It was a brilliant feeling. 
Yeah, cause fifteen was... long years. <laughs> cause fifteen was... long, long years. Yeah, because I I wasn't meant to be at the show. I I kind of got a last minute after work and went down, and it's one of the funnest shows I've ever been a part of. And um, just talk to me about like how, because obviously you said you live in Monaghan and all that. So how did wrestling? How did you guys meet? And then how did kind of wrestling kind of without with Dyer School and obviously, um, just how did like you get your start? Uh, in in the first place because it seems like from monaghan i don't know um was it i'm assuming it was social media but it must have seemed like a long a lot of long trips down to training and stuff like that i was wondering how that got started uh will i go first sir well i'm not from monaghan man <laughs> good point um yeah for me anyway well the the story i met is just our mothers have been friends for our years before us and uh like even though uh He's way down in Leash, or um, now uh, we'd drive down there, you know, the odd, the odd month or whatever, and see the family. And I suppose like we uh, we became close like that. We we were it was kind of like going to visit your cousin with Lynch, like he annoys you when you're there for too long, but uh, you do miss him if you don't see him for a while. Oh, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We got, we got into a few fights, but uh, I would always come out on top, and I'd usually no, bash you all of it. Oh, Man, just, I, just shut your mouth! I bashed <laughs> you every time. Clearly, I've clearly I've bashed so hard that you lose your memory. Age and experience over youth and stupidity. Then right? I like smart you. Let's get back. Jeff in my heart, is it? <laughs> yeah, Matt's the better one anyway, but we won't get well, into that. Well, that's wrong. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for how I got started anyway, uh, we actually got started separately. It's a bit funny, but uh, yeah. I was before him. I think I'm about training six months before him. And yeah, just like you said on uh, social media, I saw um, a Facebook ad for Main Stage Wrestling, which was the predecessor to the Irish School of Wrestling. And I just thought, right, once I finish up the leaving, I'll just got to get all this money I have saved from you know, various summer jobs and all that and just spend it all on buses and training. Basically, that's the extent of it. That's mad. And then, Dara, how did, you, how did you get started? Was it Con's word, word in your ear or was it completely, completely uh, just a coincidence? It was actually um, because of my mum. Uh, so I'd always like wanted to be I wanted to be like a wrestler for a job and everything and it was coming to the end of school and um, my mom was like, oh, what are you going to do with your life? And I was like, oh, I'll be a fifth year. My mom was like, right, if you actually want to be a wrestler, we got to go get you into a wrestling school. And she ended up picking a main stage for me because a guy called Cormac the Butler was there and I've known him all my life as well. Mm-hmm. and uh, he was in that school so i can't remember i think it was a saturday class that i went down to that the fabulous nikki was taking and uh from there i've just been training ever since but i actually did do a fabulous nikki class and i've been involved ever since that's mad um and who who's been the biggest influence in terms of training for you as i know he is i asked the lads this and they're just saying like joe and Shreya, but is there anybody in particular that like I'm assuming it's all the trainers, but is there anybody in particular who's had like the biggest influence on you guys? Joe and Paddy. They're yeah, just they're unreal. I genuinely believe they are the best combination of coaches anyone could ask for. They're unreal. Yeah, 
it's the same consensus when I've talked to the lads as well. And um, obviously, I have a, the first match question. Um, but it, was that was that your first match, or is there is there anything that we is there was that the, that was the first match you guys have had it to the public? Is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you just have it was singles matches beforehand, or uh, it was my very first match ever. It was our very first match as a team. But Khan had a few matches yeah. before me. That's mad. Yeah, the, uh, I had the. I was on the last girl show in the Gauntlet bus. I kind of. I was kind of just a chain up to me. I. I think the Kelly August Lynch match was like the first. I kind of kind of the first three match, but I'm not saying the Gauntlet was bad. It was a great experience because I actually wrestled Sam Barber from ICW in Scotland. Oh yeah. And even being in being in that in there with him for a few months was was brilliant. Yeah, so so how did that um how did Kelly Lynch come around then? Was that the kind of thing that you guys were like, we want to do this? And how did the characters kind of develop, or how did the? I'm assuming it stems from a little bit of like your surroundings as well, like as you were saying in Monaghan. But like, how did how how did, well, the, all, how, did the, how did the entire character come around? Growing up together, we always wanted to tag together, but Khan was just ready before me, so he got the shot before me and. The powers that be deemed me ready, and we were able to team together. Yeah, I, I don't think, on the other hand, though, uh, something was missing from that first match, and I think it was the obvious choice to put together because um, we were always like tra- in, in training, we were always, you know, doing drills together, we were always seen together, and we were always just discussing wrestling together and other aspects of our similar lives so it just didn't make sense you know that we'd blend together so well we've had a we've had a heap of matches against each other in training and i've won them all against con yeah well you know there's it's never it's never a clean victory you have to remember that you can't trust that lad near the ropes or near any kind of chair of some sort because you bet he'll he'll hide it somewhere near you every time Shut up, you, you silly sausage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sh- no, you are actually, honestly, the, I think that might have been the best first impression uh, I think anyone's ever made in terms of a crowd. Just being like, wow, these guys are. Because people are like, oh, it's their first match. It's, it's We'll see what happens. But it was absolutely fantastic. Um, did you pull out the signature move in that match, or do you just want to keep that under wraps, or what was the, the signature move for Kelly Uggs Lynch? Well, what I'm going to say is. I hit that backbreaker and Khan hit that frog splash. Darren didn't kick out. Nathan broke up the pin. Mm-hmm. That, was, yeah. so, that was a very, very close call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're just uh, veteran instincts, I think, was the only reason they were able to survive that moment. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah. yeah, I think we're going to keep using that. Yeah, funny we did think the Big Spud was going to finish it off, though, but that, wasn't, that didn't happen. Yeah, because fu- funnily enough, you say about the the superfly splash. Um, Danny Cross is uh, Danny Cross asked me to say what is it like and um, to ask Khan why he is number one. <laughs> uh, just I was just born number one. That's just the, no, no. Uh, um, uh, it was just a stupid thing I started doing training to kind of come out of my shell. I could just say, oh, I'm number one, and I do the pose. It's the most generic thing ever, but <laughs> it did help me in a way. I kind of developed this personality, so that's where the whole number one, the origins of the number one come from. And the splash? Um, the splash, just because... Uh, 
like a big influence on me anyway in every like just in every aspect of wrestling was Eddie Guerrero so I think I always had in my mind you know he always did the frog splash and look brilliant and I I just thought you know I'd like to do that and then the bog splash is obvious um obvious name kind of an obvious name for it yeah to differentiate um yeah um so who this is where we get on to it who are our favorite wrestlers con we'll go with you first because i know what I, I know we're about to get with dara i just want to ask con what who is your obviously you said eddie guerrero <laughs> but is that the uh, is there anybody else who's kind of influenced your um your career um uh, yeah i think uh eddie Guerrero. kind of the i've always enjoyed watching the small guy because i'm not the biggest fella myself so you know the eddie Guerrero, aj styles is another one i'd say um those kind of guys have definitely influenced me, just the whole underdog aspect of how much they've achieved despite their size. But uh, I'd say just from early childhood, the number one would have to be Eddie Guerrero, yeah. Just, you know. And uh, in, I'll give you five minutes to explain why Jeff, to explain why Jeff Don't go man. for five minutes. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't need five minutes. Like, Jeff is just the better of the Hardys. I mean... How many world championships in WWE has Jeff or Matt Hardy has? Jeff has more world championships in TNA. He's just a better Hardy. It's it's that simple. Mm. Were you a fan of the Divas, Divas title style belt in TNA? Um, I can't really recall what it looks like. The purple one. Do you not remember the, the purple belt that he had in TNA? Oh yeah, love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's unreal. If you guys I actually the night the night before I debut, I was only I was, there's no way I was gonna sleep. I was so excited, but uh, I just spent the night just watching Jeff Hardy. Like I did a whole nostalgic Jeff Hardy. Like I watched all his WWE documentaries and all the big matches and everything. I love him. The un- the Undertaker match, obviously. It's probably the yeah. I've watched that. Really. I had that on my playlist when I made a playlist for a few of the lads at the weekend, and I think it was a That's... fantastic match. It's unreal. I like the WrestleMania match where Matt beats him. <laughs> I like the uh, the I quit match where Jeff Matt Hardy says I quit. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Hardy says I quit. The Matt, no, uh, Matt Hardy does. Yeah, well, he's, he's he's in the middle of a feud with an Irishman at the moment, so we'll see how that goes tomorrow. But um, and and Matt obviously had a great yeah. street fight last night. I'd recommend that I watched that today. It's very it was very interesting, very entertaining. Um, Matt Hardy, uh, Matt Hardy yeah. driving a golf buggy. Great as well. Um, but yeah, we'll move on with the next question, which is I am very unprofessional, as everyone knows. Um, what kind of jobs have you guys had outside for outside wrestling? What has been the what has been the thing that has funded this great wrestling career that you've had? Uh, well, for me, it, it was just uh, mostly working on the. Uh, with my family that's kind of been keeping me going for a while but I've also been doing uh, painting and car- a bit of painting carpeting not officially trained but uh, I have painted people's houses nothing yeah, nothing too um, too mind blowing <laughs> I've never had a job I'm in a paid course okay. so yeah, and I still don't know what I'm doing because I'm obviously doing the leaving cert if no one knows that, but we'll see what happens. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> number one interest interest outside wrestling. So, um, what is what when you're obviously you guys probably live and breathe wrestling at the moment. But if there is if there is a switch off from wrestling, what is it? I don't really have a switch off. Like I just, it's every wrestling is just everything for me. But like sometimes, like especially during this lockdown, I do just kind of like oh, I just don't want to watch any wrestling right now. So I love I love watching Friends, the TV show. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there's there's a good there's a great show. There. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, for me, I just um, yeah, like save Madara. I mean, it's you watch. Like, like, you can watch some great wrestling, but I suppose there's only so much one person can take. But I do enjoy just pottering around outside in the farm. As boring as that is, just getting the fresh air. No, I live in front of a farm and I'm looking outside now and there's a lot of beautiful cows out there. So it's nice to just appreciate Ireland. Yeah, the surround. How has (laughs) COVID-19 affected um, you guys in terms of, obviously wrestling's gone, but is there any other ways that you... That you feel like you feel locked down by this whole thing. Is there any way you can you you can explain what's going on at the moment? For me, I feel like it's just such a waste of time. Like obviously, it's necessary. The lockdown is necessary, but I'm just like wasting this time. And there's nothing really like in terms of wrestling. Like, is wrestling is the only thing that I want to kind of evolve in, and I can't at the moment. So, so we're we're gonna see a really fired up. Fired up Kelly Lynch oh. when this comes back. The, the, this is the best thing. I was telling me and Scotty were discussing this. Once the lockdown ceases, this the wrestling is going to be the best it's ever been because people are just going to be so fired up and so full of ideas. I'm so excited, and everyone, like everyone I've been talking to, everyone just cannot wait. All right, lads. Um, so promotions in terms of like you, you as people who watch the beginnings and in, in the team people who watch a lot of wrestling, as myself, um. What um promotions would you like to work for? What what like what dream? What what if you wanted to go anywhere? Where would it be? Well, because we're such um proud Irishman, I'd like to break into somewhere like Progress or Rev Pro in the UK and just batter all all those tans. <laughs> um, but, uh, I think the I think <laughs> I think everyone does want to be in WWE at some point too. It's Every wrestler's dream, so I think I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to go there. And uh, from what I've heard from the Scotty as well, like Japan's meant to be unreal. And I, I obviously do watch New Japan as well, and it's a it's a completely different style. If I'd love to try it. I think you, I think you guys would be like I think DDT as well. Kelly Lynch and DDT would be an amazing thing. Have you have you watched much DDT yet? No. Oh, Watch DDT, it's fantastic. But um, but Dara, what what would your uh, what would your promotions be? Yeah, I think one of the things Joe tells us quite often is to set a long term goal and lots of like small term goals mm-hmm. to achieve along the way. And of course, the long term goal is like concept WWE. But for now, like the short term goal is just to have another match. And then I'd like to um, get on other shows around Ireland, and then obviously. OTT. Yeah, what's uh, yeah, the tag belts are in your sights? I'm assuming when, when after that debut match, you now you just can without Nathan's interruption, you can pin more than hype to the match. So once they once, yeah. they once they get their match off uh, British Strong Style, I'd say you guys will be <laughs> be knocking on the door for that. And anyway, uh, absolutely. Um, 
um, plenty tag, more tag belts popping up around. Why stop at one? Yeah. Around nice the country, one. sorry. Belt collectors. Scotty's done it as a singles wrestler. The tag team, plenty of tag teams to take belts off. Um, what, what would be your t- uh, dream tag match in terms of Irish people, Irish wrestlers, and then overall? Irish is definitely Paddy M and Sean Max Arginus. Yeah. Without even thinking about it. That'd be an interesting match, in any the old guard versus the new guard. Mm. Yeah. And um, okay. probably the Dudley boys or the Hardy boys. Mm. Same for you, Connor. Do you have anybody else in mind? The Irish one would be the same, yeah. Paddy and Paddy and Max are just unreal. And, yeah, the old guards, especially that having trained with Paddy so long, getting in the ring with him and see if he can hold up to everything he's taught us would be would be interesting. And uh, the world, I'd say maybe the Briscoes, just because I feel we're very similar. That'd be mental. Personality-wise. Yeah. <laughs> just don't knock, don't knock your front teeth out, let's. Do now we'll throw them a few spuds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, spuds. Miss some more teeth. <laughs> spuds. Terry Thatcher got on to me and asked me what's your favourite. How do you like to cook your spuds? Oh, mash. Oh. Mash all the way. Mash. I, I, com- I agree completely. There isn't a. Me and Dara are agreeing on a lot of, right now. Mashed potato with a steak. 100%. Mashed potato with a bit of chicken in it. There we go. Okay, yeah. That, that's nice, yeah. But. I'm a, yeah, mashed maybe, but I love my roasties myself, you know. I like roasties as well. Dish out a few roasty spuds, can't can't go wrong. No. The thing is, you can't go, you can't go wrong with a potato, unless you boil the fuck out of it. No. You can't. No, you, can, you, can, you can eat them raw, they're still gorgeous. Every form of potato is gorgeous. That's where we get our power, eating them raw. Eating them raw, okay. Any, any That's what potato. the boys have to do. Well, there goes eat the, the raw. Yeah. There, <laughs> there goes the advice for the people coming up. Eat your potatoes raw. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like if you want to get to the top, eat your potatoes raw. Um, uh, favorite Irish wrestlers from a fan standpoint, in terms of when Paddy you're... M. Paddy M. He's fantastic. Yeah, I think he's the best Irish wrestler. He's he's just you can put him in any situation and he'll just tear the house down. He's unreal. He's had so many versatile. He has so many, so versatile. He's had so many different styles of matches. It's been fantastic. Um, he's amazing yeah absolutely yeah. and Con, is it the same for you? Paddy I uh, definitely enjoy watching Paddy I mean just that match with Eddie Kingston was uh, an honour oh, yeah. absolutely yeah. brilliant uh, you mentioned him earlier as well with Terry Thatcher too I've, ever since yeah. I started training I've loved watching him he's just he's just brilliant and um, he's yeah, another like, yeah the, the, the podcast yeah, true. yeah the podcast will come out since then but I spoke to Speedball and uh, they were talking about dream matches and Terry uh, he name dropped Terry I'd, I'd for, I for one would love to see a Terry Thatcher and Speedball match um, <laughs> that'd be insane that'd be an insane <laughs> match um, imagine that chest getting kicked like that Jesus <laughs> that's what oh, I was geez, saying yeah Terry um, used to teach us down in the main stage as well yeah. Yeah, I was I was going to mention like I forgot to mention how influential he was in the early career as well as a trainer. So going back to that question, there you go. Yeah, the pod, the podcast he had with he he had with us when he was talking about DCW. That was a very that was a that was a wild some wild stories from that. Um, but um, 
but um, as everyone knows, or uh, I'm assuming they know that you guys are, are st- pulling double duty as the ring crew for OTT right now. You guys keep everything in order. Is there any story in particular from working a ring crew, or any story, any this ties into kind of like backstage stories or anything that you that you that you find funny or like that you were like wow that that actually happened after it happened or anything like that. Um, one time, uh, I can't remember what I was talking to David Starr about, but he was uh, gesturing to me as if like what he was talking about was going to, was, it was going to be big. And he throws his hands up in the air. And as he does that, Con walks out of the locker room and David Starr just smacks Con right in the face. And it was so funny. Poor old yeah. Um, <laughs> Has there been any but, for you, Con? I think in general, just... Uh, after every match, having to carry David Starr back is just <laughs> memorable because, uh, I mean, he is a great wrestler, he's a great champion, but that man sweats a lot. And yeah. every every night when we come back from the locker room, we're covered in his sweat, not even our own. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, he just, he just sweats inhumanely <laughs> after he, he wrestles. And, like, he... Like most of the time, you'd think we'd be covered in sweat from running around collecting jackets. No, it's just no. It's mostly just David Starr after the main event. So, yeah, we had um, we had another. It seems like we attract the stories about sweat because we had Scotty's story about CJ. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. What I want to actually, what, what what were you guys in the building that day, and what was your perspective on the whole saga? Because it's it's it was it was very interesting to say the least. No, I don't recall that. <laughs> I think yeah, that was before we started training. I believe. Um, but now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we see, we seem to be attracting the stories about sweat, which is interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> nice um, so if there was one title in the world you could win, which title would it be? Oh, OTT tag champs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And. Um, in terms of like a sing, like if, was there any division that you loved growing up, or any title that you loved growing up in terms of the, the CZW uh, Ultra Violent Underground Champion? Yeah, there you go. Huge buds in that division. <laughs> um, um, what else? Um, your favorite matches that you watched as a fan, Irish and then non-Irish. Oh. Hard to pick from Irish. So know, many. There's been so many. Crazy. For me, for Irish, it's definitely uh, Walter and Jordan at Scrapermania. Mm. Yeah. That must have been or a patriotic moment for you. The first Jordan Walter, too, even though the result was heartbreaking. It was. The atmosphere was unbelievable for that first one. Yeah. Yeah, and then in terms of your non wrestling matches? Oh, I don't think I could pick one, but there's a there's there's a really great match on WCW Slamboree 1992, and it's Dory Funk Jr. versus Nick Bockwinkle, <laughs> and like it has a 15 minute time limit, but it's so exciting because like the first 10 minutes of it are classic like NWA kind of grab a hold and it's real slow and they're just working the whole time, but for the last f- five minutes, it's the most exciting thing. I- ever seen in my life it's unreal and Gene Kanitsky in it is so funny because he keeps trying to get involved in a match and it's, it's just it's just golden mm, so that would be a recommendation in terms of Connor are you the same era or would it uh, be a bit later a bit, bit sooner I'm more of a I'm more of a 90s guy 
So yeah, I'd say a lot of cruiserweight nineties stuff. Nineteen ninety two is in the in the nineties, can't. Uh, mentally at nineties there, so uh, I went with <laughs> cruiserweights like peaked in like ninety seven, ninety six. So yeah, the WCW Cruiserweights, I mean, you can take your pick there. I mean, the one everyone throws out, the Halloween Havoc, Eddie Grow, Rey Mysterio. The Eddie Grow, Dean Milenko ones, they've had some bangers. Rey Mysterio, or pick any. Mm. But if you want to talk about that time period, there's a great um, match between Terry Funk and Eddie Grow in 1989 from WCW. So just for a hidden gem there, I'd recommend someone seek that out. Dude, that's a clash of styles. That'd be interesting to have a look at that. Um, if there was one um, stipulation that you just could do as a tag team, I'm 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 convinced I know the answer. But what stipulation would you just pick? Uh, spot on a pole, maybe. That sounds. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Versus versus a, versus a British tag team. Oh my god! Versus the Rapture. Oh fucking hell! Why? Am I... That'd be fucking yeah. Amazing. That'd be fucking right. But in terms of uh, I'm Dara, I'm assuming you might want to do you might want to do the the Hardy uh, match with the Hardys in like a TLC match or something like that. Is it? Yeah. That'd be that'd be. Um, great. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, there's so much you can do with any kind of ladder match in general. I mean, look at what uh, the boys did at uh, the fifth year anniversary, uh, LJ and Scotty. Mm. I mean, there's so many different ways you can be creative with the the ladder to batter your opponent so I think yeah I'd love to do any kind of ladder match yeah it's just so so versatile and the ladder match on Sunday is that's going to be very interesting to see what happens um, yeah, yeah would you have any pitches for that money in the bank match if you'd like to see one thing in the WWE headquarters what would you like to see someone making spuds in the kitchen that'd be nice. yeah that'd be good branding for you guys you, could, you can make something out of that <laughs> Uh, yeah, a lot of spud um, in the area. <laughs> oh, just put a spud in the briefcase. <laughs> I would love to see. Or, our, I would love to see our truth gone through the vents. I've pitched this already. I'd love to see our truth. The entire of the entirety of the show, he's just crawling through the vents looking for the right room, and he keeps coming <laughs> in on random meetings or something. That that was my pitch, but um, I'm interested to see if someone presses all the buttons on the elevator as well or something. <laughs> So yeah, Maybe they have a room up there that's that's just a field. Mm, and then everyone can rollick around and have fun. <laughs> That'd be great. I wonder will the, the big DX logo still be painted on the side of the building? Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh. Yeah, because they're getting rid of the building, so they can do what they want with it. Um, They're moving somewhere else, so they're free reign to destroy it whenever they want. Um, But yeah... um. I think it's time for our quiz. I think I think I think we'll segue into Dara versus Khan. Cause I told the lads earlier that we're gonna do a. They're very competitive, and um, I like a good quiz. I did a quiz for the OTT fans roundtable, and uh, two of my answers were incorrect. So hopefully this is a lot better. Um, so, uh, so, so, so lads, the rules are, we have. Two questions each from three different categories. So you'll have six questions in total. A right answer is two points, but if you if you get it wrong, they're all multiple choice. If you get it wrong, your opponent has a chance to steal, and that equals one, and they get one point. Um, if there's a tie at the end, I'll come up with a tiebreaker on the spot. But um, we're gonna go with Dara. I've got Dara first, and then Con, and then we'll go through the and see how, see who wins. Are we ready? 
First the worst, second the best. No, you know what to say. Save the first for the best. <laughs> All right, Dara, your first, first, the first category is, is history. All right, Irish history. Good stuff. All right, how many years did the Great Famine last? Was it eight, ten, two, or six? Six. No, wrong. Con. It was eight years, wasn't it? Yep, correct. One, one point. Right, this is actually a tough one. Um, I don't know why I picked this one. All right, Con, pick the film that wasn't banned by the Irish government. Oh, um... Mon- Mon- Monty Python, Life of Brian, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, A Clockwork Orange, or Natural Born Killers? Um... Huh, I think... I think Monty Python was, anyway. Did that your answer? Uh, no, no. Uh, no, you're doing your <laughs> thought out loud. Yeah, I'm just talking to myself. Uh... Natural Born Killers. Is that your answer, is it? Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. Incorrect. <laughs> Dara, Dara, what would your, uh, what was your, do you want me to read out the options again, or do you know, do you have an answer? Uh, read out the options, please. Monty Python, Life of Brian, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and A Clockwork Orange. I'm going to go with A Clockwork Orange. No, it was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Of course it is. <sighs> now, Dara. Listen to this question very carefully. Right. In what year was the Republic of Ireland established? 1916, 1949, 1922, or 1946? 1922. No. I thought, oh, fuck. So that's 2-0 to Con. Alright, um, and Con hasn't a chance to extend his lead. What, <laughs> what, what underwhelming name did the country give World War II? The Crisis, the Emergency, the Panic, or the Difficulty? This is so Irish. Oh, the Emergency, come on. Yeah, 4-0. Will there be a comeback on the cards? This is after one round, it's 4-0 to Con. Um, Alright, in sport, Dari, you probably need to get this one right. I will, don't worry. Okay. Um, uh, I have not got the right answer for this one, so we'll move on to the next one and I'll go get the answer for that one. Okay, which cyclist won the 1987 Tour de France? Which Irish cyclist won the 1987 Tour de France? Was it Stephen Roach, Pat Ettery, Tommy Stack, or Sean Kelly? Stephen Roach. That's it, yeah, that was an easy one. Okay, two and four. Two. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Fair play. Um, Con, um, what county did, in Northern Ireland does golfing legend Rory McIlroy come from? Antrim, Down, Tyrone, or Londonderry? He's an Antrim man, isn't he? No. Oh, no. No, no, he's not. Fuck. No, oh, this guy is my god. This guy is my sporting idol, by the way. So, <laughs> um, so uh, you give a chance of steal, Dara. Um, Antrim, Down, or Londonderry? Down. Correct. Four three. Oh, 
Um, or was this a little comeback in the second round, huh? Um. Uh, okay. Um, how are we going with Dara? Um, who scored the famous goal against Italy that put Ireland through to the last sixteen of the Euros? Um, in twenty sixteen, was it James McLean, Robbie Keane, Robbie Brady, or Aidan McGeady? Robbie Brady. He's got it right. He's five three up. Uh, and this is your last question in this round, um, because. Um, this is like sorry, we've moved on to sport apparently. Um, Con, Con, you're used to losing to me anyway, bro. Um, who did Ireland lose to in the 2015 Rugby World Cup quarterfinals? Wales, <laughs> South Africa, New Zealand, or Argentina? Wales, no, no, fuck. So is that five? <laughs> 5-4 on my count to Dara, is it? Yeah. 5-4, and we move into the wrestling round. Would it be in 5-4 to Dara? Here we go. Right, so there's you've got two questions each. Two, okay. You've got one WWE question, sorry, one wrestling in general question, and one um, OTT question each. So Dara, okay. who mm-hmm. has held the Intercontinental title the most times? Miz, Bret Hart, Jericho or Shawn Michaels? Uh, I think the Miz beat Jericho, didn't he? Oh, no, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with Jericho. You are correct. From the last time, uh, from what I checked on my sources, he he is the, he still has the record for the most uh, intercontinental titles. Um, yeah. Khan. If you're, I hope you're watching in 2005, watching very closely in 2005, because um, <laughs> oh, yeah. John Cena's rap album, what was it called? It was released 15 years ago. Was it called Attitude Adjustment, Word Life, You Can't See Me, or Five Knuckle Shuffle? Easy. You, you can't see me. Mm-hmm. Five Knuckle Shuffle is actually the name of a porno, so fun fact for you there um, John Cena really messed up when he named that name <laughs> um, named that move alright now onto your OTT questions with the scores still one one point in between is where it's 7-6 to Dara I'm pretty positive on that we'll do a count afterwards and announce the winner um, right Dara this is actually a tough one yeah. Speedball Mike Bailey is known as the MVP of OTT but how many okay. matches has he actually won was it 2 3 4 Five. Three. He's got it straight away. Nice. <laughs> that means he's that means he's won. But we'll go see how close it was in the end, Con. How many okay. different OTT women's champions has there been? Four, five, six, or seven? Different ones. Four. Uh, yeah. Okay. Different. Uh... Different people or different reigns? As in, like, different people. There's been a few multiple champions, but how many different people have won it? There's... There's been five. That is correct. Um, um, I think that's the quiz, and it's 9-8 to Dara. Um, so, Dara, you... Can't believe I got the last one, right? <laughs> I know, because I, I, I was really happy when I came up with that question for the uh, fans around the table, because I was like, people are always calling the MVP, but I think he's had great matches. I, I was thinking in my head, I don't know how many he's actually won. Um, 
but no, he steals the show every time. But he, I think he needs to he needs to go up for the title. But he needs to start winning some more matches. But we'll see how that goes after the lockdown is over. Um, so lads, talk he already about... went for the title just there, didn't he? Two months ago. Was he allowed? Was he allowed to fight for the belt in that match? I don't think I don't think Star let him fight for the belt. Um, I don't. Think no, so. no, I don't think he put the like the the, the title online. No. No, but at a David Star thing. Um, how is how is that for you guys? I'm assuming when you when you see the ring, um, you're probably like I want to be in there myself. But how is it? How is that experience been for you guys? What do you mean when he uh, when he called us in that time? Yeah, the whole yeah, crew? When, yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, is it like is it is he a is he good good to work with or is it like a thing where you like oh, I want to get in the ring myself or how was that experience for you? Um, I just wasn't expecting it and he called us all in the ring and it was a cool little moment. Yeah, well, yeah. A bit of a shock from in terms of like watching, like oh my god, he's got his, he's got like six p. And then da- Danny had the belt. We 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 pointed that out last week. Danny had the belt in his hand. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. So lads, in terms of, course of, he did. <laughs> in terms of um, in terms of what you what guys see when this lockdown is over, um, just in general, how how you feel about like what what you're you're want to do and um what the drive is going to be, just talk a little bit about that. I think everyone would just say the same answer, that we just want to wrestle again. Like, we just want to train. Like, I'd do anything to get back to training right now. Mm-hmm. Is there, uh, is there home, home gym stuff at the moment that you're doing a bit of that and trying to keep up as much as you can? What the? Yeah, as much, yeah. Study, studying um, as much as Oh yeah, of course. I think now's the time everyone has to has to do that. Um, because uh, I think uh, I think everyone should, or everyone will. Everyone now you're seeing, I think, will come back hungrier than they were. Um, I think studying loads of matches and coming up with you know new moves and all that would be a benefit for a lot of wrestlers, young wrestlers, and elderly. Yeah. Um. What is the um? What would be the advice you've been given that's been most valuable to to you, or like advice that you know now that you could go back and tell the person who like just walked into the gym? Like, what what would be the most important thing you tell that person? Try watch out for when the boys cheat to try win matches, because the boys cheated against us. I think we would have won if they didn't cheat. <laughs> that's a very fair so point, keep yeah. eyes and eyes in the back of your head at all times. That's exactly it. Um, and yourself, Con? Uh, maybe just the, the cliche uh, ears open, mouth closed, just most of the time. Well, not all the time, obviously, but uh, just uh, listen carefully to the veterans because uh, they know what they're doing and they've been around for so long and the success of the lad, like of Jordan being the cruiserweight champion, just, just try to be a, a sponge around him, listen to him, and uh, watch out for that cheating, yeah, watch out for the lads trying to pull one over on you. Yeah. It's, it's not nice. I don't know if anyone noticed, but after they they won the match, Nathan ran and jumped on a chair, but he slipped off the chair. I don't think anyone noticed it. I have not. <laughs> 
what was that like? I forgot to ask you. Is having the lads in the crowd and like the people behind us were in the crowd as well, like yeah, uh, Aim, uh, Debbie and Rab and Clon uh, and, and, uh, and Debbie. Debbie was a huge help to both me and Clon. Oh, yeah, we have to shout her out. Yeah, she's uh, been brilliant for uh, for helping our personalities definitely yeah. and our our appearance. What was it like when yeah. you walked out and you just saw the lot, Martina and everybody was in the crowd and the, everyone was just going crazy? What was that like? It was unreal. Like, it's like I said earlier on, it really felt like WrestleMania or something to me. Mm. Like, and I know it was just like a match on a school show, but like, there was a lot of work. Me and Con, like, we put a lot of work. Like, we're, we're in five times a week, we're training nearly four times a week, sometimes five times. And like, I know for myself, before I got into this course, I live in Leash, so I had to cycle for an hour and get a two-hour bus and then train, and then I do the same all the way home. Like, um, After training, wouldn't... that must be rough. Yeah, man, and I'd be getting home at, like, 2, 2 o'clock sometimes. If I went to McDonald's with the boys, it would be 3 o'clock by the time I got home. But, like, it was never, there was never, like, a moment of, like, oh, God, because I, I just loved it. Like, I loved every second. But now... I'm really lucky because I have like one of the best mothers in the world, and uh, she, uh, she, I go up on the bus from school and everything. But I'm home now for like eleven o'clock. She comes up and collects me, and but like I'd still cycle if I had to. Like I, I remember one time for a, a Saturday class because like there's no there's no way I'm gonna miss a paddy class. But uh, I was up all night watching wrestling. And uh, I'd only got two hours sleep and I was really tired and I guess I just like dozed off or something but I fell off my bike and I was cycling pretty fast but uh, it was real bad like uh, the bike flipped, I fell, I bounced off the ground and slid across it and uh, (laughs) some woman came after a few minutes and collected me, she saw me fall, she picked me up in the car and I'm sitting in her car bleeding all over the place trying not to get, her sons were in the car trying not to get blood on her sons in her car and I ended up still going to training and even the the, 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 the the other days like I went to the whole week of training but I didn't train but sometimes like you can learn more just sitting down watching people train that's amazing but like there's yeah, like yeah. there's so much work that me and Colin put into it yeah. and I just can't wait to put more work yeah because you're going you're going places and uh, the question Tommy Flynn actually asked from the OTT and Irish fans wrestling board um, how long do you think you can see yourself before you are on contenders? Uh, well, have you said I don't that? know. I, I, I know. I know. It's a, it's a question where it's just like it's it's like asking how long is a piece of string. What is um? What is the goal? What's the goal? Is that to? It were the small goals that Joe's been telling to set. Are they in terms of every training session, or is that in terms of every few months, or how is that? How does that work? Well, that's the thing with wrestling. Like, there's no. Like, you hear all the time, like, you might be wrestling 10 years and you get your break, but you might be wrestling 10 months and you get your break. Like, it's just a matter of time. Like, I like to think, Joe also says, you you get back in wrestling. The work you put in, you always get it back. And I feel like me and Connor are putting in a lot of work, so I hope to get it back. Yeah.